Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today's episode was recorded at Podfest Berlin. However, the audio was again somehow not saved during the festival. Um, however, this is still the springer at the start of the recording, just to say it was recorded live at Podfest Berlin, supported by Wonder Tax. Tax returns made easy. Uh, recording wasn't made easy, but all good, all good. I've salvaged the recording from. Dan Stern's going to hate me for that. Um, I've salvaged the recording from uh, the um, video I took from my Google Pixel. Um, So uh, apologies for, again, subpar content quality. Uh, Sorry, the the content is exceptional, but the quality of the recording is poor. Um, So, uh, guys, it's a very fun episode with Pat Moore. Uh, Hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Uh, lovely to be recording live at Podfest Berlin 2023. Uh, here today with my special guest, Pat Moore. Woohoo! Uh, and I wanted to start uh, today's... I've been on this podcast three times for the listeners or audience who might not know. This is my fourth? I'm not sure if it's or, fourth. It's the third or the Definitely. fourth episode. And I wanted to commemorate this moment uh, with a special... Just like start the episode with something special adult themed um so i brought you a present uh which is me drawn tastefully nude on a sticker um so that's for you don't spend it all in one place i just felt like that was something you needed in your life um slash some merch guys that's uh that's a little bit of promo for pat moore that's did you did did you draw this my wife drew it i was gonna say did your wife draw it yeah it's it's i love the little adidas socks as well yeah yeah it's based on a real photo uh taken from my hotel room in leipzig when we celebrated our marriage anniversary oh how romantic (laughs) it looks like it's like drug fueled and seedy but that's such a wholesome story (laughs) no yeah just just enjoying the view from our hotel room oh that's really beautiful dude that's so romantic and sweet and uh and if you guys want some, I could give you them to you later. I have about fifteen hundred. <laughs> <laughs> wow, fifteen hundred. That's that's the right order. Although I don't know for my um, the first stickers I ever got printed were for Dona Comedy, and uh, I only got five hundred, and it felt like that took forever. And like they they were all around Berlin, so like fifteen hundred. Yeah, yes. I I grossly overestimated how many fifteen hundred was. I was like, yeah, fifteen hundred. I think like that'll last me for a few months and then the box came like a giant delivery and they're also way bigger than i thought like i expected them to be small it's, cute dainty it's nudes. a lot of pat more it's like a large Body. tasteful nude uh i like how you're like people are gonna want to stick this on their property <laughs> <laughs> people are gonna want to see my naked body see that's actually my marketing strategy is i'm like it's so heinous that they're like we're gonna have to put this somewhere not near our house out in public <laughs> <laughs> i gotta get rid of this at, like a train station or something yeah, right let's just get rid of it let's get rid of it that's a great no it's beautiful i need to i need to make some stickers myself actually i need to start i need to do that again but i'm like ah i cringe at it but this is beautiful that your wife drew a picture of you yeah i have a whole i also have one of my dog pooping and i have like a yeah that's nice yeah because who doesn't want to see a dog pooping it's funny i think uh it's a cute how do you feel about poo humor? Because I fuck it, I'm not down with it. It's one of the few things where I'm like, I just don't want to hear That's about That's your life. Shit. That's my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, because my mom cracks, like, she'll talk about shit all the time. Like, like, and it's always when I'm on the phone with her, I'll be eating and she brings up the bowel movements of her dog or herself or her husband. And it's like, 
I not like it's never okay for me. See, uh, my uh, my wife also felt the same way as you when we first started being together. And then I, I, my personal feeling about poop is like, that's like the final boss of emotional intimacy. You know what I mean? Like once you're willing to talk about the poops and the fart, then it's like, we are in this. You know what I mean? I there is, you can't be closer than sharing what's going on with your poops. I don't know. I feel like that can just be between you and medical staff. You know, like I don't think that it needs to come into any relationship. It's you with you, maybe with your plumber. And medical I don't know. I enjoy my wife's morning poop reports. You know, it's like, oh, okay, it was a little soft this morning. No. Extra wipes. No. It's good to know. I want to stay up to date with what's going on with her bowels. And, uh... Really? <laughs> I mean, I, to me, it's funny. It's like... But for real, she'll give you a little rundown on how her morning shit was? Well, you know, uh, you know, we just like... That's a yes! Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> You're starting to feel ashamed, which is appropriate. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, you've, you've been peed on. So you're like, shaming me for my morning pee? Pee, pee is, just, is just like the water, and then it's gone through your body. Like, that this is, is secondhand it. poop. I'm just hearing about it afterwards. Poop is the stuff that you cross the street to avoid. It's, uh, it's, it, there's so many elements to poo, and it stinks... We say stinks like sh like we don't want to. I don't want to talk about anything Look, that I makes me feel sick. Yeah, but I don't want to smell it. I don't want to see you doing it. However, oh, that's your line. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I feel like that's broke. But, but I mean, a few details. We all poop. We all sure. poop. And I fe I feel like poop shame. And I feel like this should really be. You know, I'm really scratching you where you itch here. But that's like the societal, like, like, like pooping is like slut shaming. You know what I mean? It's natural. We all do it. Not denying it. Just you don't need to share it. I think we should share it. What? I think we would live in a better, more wholesome, accepting and loving of our body society. If we could just be like, yeah, we all poop. We all had a poop. Both things can be true, okay? So, like, I'm very comfortable with my looking at my shit. Like, I like German toilets because I get to see it. I do like to look and see what's what's going on because that's part of, like, uh, knowing your health. And that there was a huge campaign, actually, in the UK recently. Um, and it was quite funny hearing it on the radio being like, have you looked at your poo today? Because that can be the way you save yourself from bowel cancer. And, like, look at your poo. And, like, this is on the radio, right? And this is British British culture, so it's, like, very <laughs> so jarring. Like, Check out your poo, darling. <laughs> Take a look at your poo. <laughs> After your morning cuppa, make sure you have a good geese and your morning poo. Um, so, yes. but And so, like, I think being comfortable, with, like, I'm not ashamed of my poo. And I'm not, like... I, did you poo this morning? I love how me bringing up how I don't want to talk about it. I'm talking about it. Um, yeah, is this how you expected to start your podcast? For is this what you guys were hoping for in the audience? Just like a full <laughs> deep dive on the brown. Uh, and I do think that everybody wants to know, did you poo this morning? Did you have a morning poo? Are you a morning pooper? Are you like a wake up and poo right away? Or you poop midday? I'm kind of a midday, you know, like I need three or four coffees and then at around 1.32 I have my, my big poo. Now I'm okay talking about it like this, but then going into the specificities of the poo, like that's when I'm like... Mm saying like oh i need to go poo that's okay or i did a poo okay but like going into the specifics of the the, the mass but no i think it's funny because you know sometimes your poo does the thing where it like stands up out of the water you know and yeah. it does a little and then sometimes the poo does like the 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 you know like the uh hostage uh, abduction thing where they're like 
trying to hold on to the wall and like being dragged away, you know? There's like a lot of funny different ways that like the poos do in the in the toilet and I think it's fun, you know. Uh, I, I'm, uh, yeah, yes, yes, the variance is funny uh, or the variation I should say, but like, yes, yes. And in terms of like, in terms of routine. What I want out of this podcast is that I am I feel like I'm I feel like the hint of I'm about to change your mind. I, I'm on the scent of like Okay, so the thing is I come I from want a, you to be pro poo at the end of this podcast. Let's see about it. The thing is I come from a history of pro poo. Okay. That's the thing. Like I come from a family that's very pro poo, very comfortable talking about mm -hmm. poo. And I grew up like that and I'm that's okay. But I get to a point where I'm just like, I'm actually done with that. I don't actually want that in my, I don't, I don't enjoy the conversation about it. And that can be something that we just don't I, talk about. I like that you're describing it like you were raised like Jehovah's Witness. Yes. You know, you're like, look, that's their belief system. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yes. But I personally can't. I personally, I have left the, the church of food. <laughs> the church of food chat. The church of brown. Church of brown. <laughs> And sometimes green. And sometimes um, green and, and other things. But um, So you haven't answered my question. Did you have a morning poo? Uh, so, okay, my, my routine uh, changes depending on, like if I'm by myself, uh -huh. then usually after my morning coffee, that will happen. Yes. But if you have a man over, you have to force the poo to stay in your belly? No, I don't force See, it. See, that is poo shame. And this no, is what I'm I talking stop. about. No, stop. No, okay. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't poo shame myself. I, uh... <laughs> We're just talking poo if We're you want to come in. If you want to join, you're it's welcome. very adult content. Um, yeah. But, uh, no, it just, it's more like if a person's going to leave my house, then I will wait until they're gone. Which mm. was, you know, a couple of hours, that's fine. And usually my body, it's just like it doesn't want to do that while someone's there. But if it does want to do it, I don't stop myself. No way, no way. Uh, but, um, but yeah, usually like yeah, the, the comedian lifestyle, it's like waking up, coffee. And by the time I actually eat, that's more like 2 p.m. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, usually kind of afternoon, but technically it's, it's morning. Ta you know? Yeah, your morning, but technically, <laughs> logistically afternoon. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But I did notice a big change. Like I was vegetarian for 12 years. And uh, there was a big change in my in my digestive tract um, mm. when I became vegetarian, and then when I started eating meat again. And yeah, mm. noticing yeah. that. The, yeah, I noticed that if I ever if I have a if I have some meat, I think. See, here's the thing. Now you you've made me reflect on it, and what it was. I think why I'm so like pro open poo, and like you know I'm. Yeah, anyways. Poo positive. Uh, I'm poo positive. Um, free poo. Uh, and <laughs> That's your next sticker, right? <laughs> um, uh, but uh, is that I had a lot of poop shame oh. earlier in my life. And so, like, the pain of, like, forcing yourself not to when your body is, everything in your body is telling that you that you had to. And I had such bad poo shame that when I was in high school, if I had to go... I would leave and I would walk the 20 minutes back to my house. I would just say, like, hey, I forgot an assignment or something. That's typical with a lot of uh, boys. Like, I don't know. I've heard from a lot of boys, actually, that they will just wait until they're back home to poo. Well, I feel like in high school it makes sense because high school boys are animals. And so the bathrooms were just disgusting. So are females. Like, fem like, like yeah. Like, well, I can't weigh in on that part. but Yeah, females are animals too. I, I, I don't think men are worse. But that, that was one of my big things to bring it back to the subject that we thought we were going to talk about on this podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But that was one of my big things with having anxiety talking to, like, girls and stuff. Like, one of my tricks 
to try to feel better is I just like, if I were like around like a beautiful woman who I was, it made me nervous to talk to, I would just think to myself like, she has had violent diarrhea, you know? And like, <laughs> just like, it's because every human being has had it and there's something like, it, it so humanizes. Like, instead of imagining an audience naked, you imagine all of them shitting themselves. Exactly, just yeah. Puddles of diarrhea it's just little, just, it's a, it's a fart that's like, oh no, is that wet? Oh no. Okay, so, okay. okay. So like shame, like, like I've even acted, like when I moved into my current apartment, I'd lived in share houses, like a share house for like almost three years. And within the first like month of living in my own place, I accidentally, I sharted like twice. In your house, in, in your own house. In my own house, but it was like, oh, I'm comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm comfortable enough to And that's when your house became a home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, was the, that was the christening. Uh, christening by the Live, laugh, shart. <laughs> Now, like, like objectively, like this whole conversation, I don't find uncomfortable or disgusting. It's just mm. more when people needlessly drop poo into the chat. You know, mm. like that's when I, I think it's also because my brother would do it a lot. Like he would often be. And I'm like, my mum does it too. Like, like in mid conversation, he'll be like, "Oh, turtle head." I'm like, I don't want to know that. Like, like, yeah. like telling me that he need, like he's, and then he'd be like, "No, no, I'm just gonna wait and let it build up." And I'm like, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear what's happening now. You don't want the play-by-play. -play. I don't want the play-by-play. -play. If it if it naturally belongs in the conversation because it's somehow relevant, cool, cool. But like, don't give me little updates on your poo situation. See, I agree with you. However, I do have a caveat, and that is in a club environment. I kind of in a club. Okay. In, in a club environment. I don't know if you guys have clubs, but like. I feel like you're there and the things that you're taking usually fuck up your stomach and you're going to have to like have a poo and a club poo. There's nothing grosser than a club poo. <laughs> okay. For some people watching. Oh my God. And we have the video. I just got a full spit take. That is absolutely fantastic. This is the highlight of my comedy career. Uh, but you guys witnessed it. I'm so happy that you're here. Uh, oh my God. That is so wonderful. Um, oh my God. I went every Yes, I, uh, you went everything. Went Perfect everything. adults only yeah. uh, comedy that podcast. Just, I don't know why, like, what you were saying I was obviously going to come, but it just killed that, uh, yeah. There's nothing worse than a club There's poo. nothing worse than a club poo. <laughs> Do you need that? Do um, you... <laughs> oh, thank you. Not, oh, yeah, okay, let's, let's okay. get a tissue. One of our <laughs> audience you. members has got a tissue here. That's wonderful. <laughs> I like, you. this is really, I don't know if this is what you expected, but here we are. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> But really, like, uh, my, okay, so I would avoid a club poo at all costs. Like, I don't think I've ever... See, I have a thing where, the thing is, if you're going for, like, a full, like, 8 to 12 hour club extravaganza night, then oh, it's like, yeah. you can't, you can't just hold it, you know? And also, there's a weird thing that I've noticed... Nice tissues, like, by the way. Thank you. Very ooh, soft. Yeah. High quality. Okay. We got a rich tissue haver over here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's some bougie shit right um, there. You paid more than a euro for that package. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but, you're saying, yeah, like for a but, proper clubbing session. And, and I find that sometimes if I take a pill, sorry uh, if, if you're anti-drug, but sometimes if I take a pill, it won't hit until I poo. 
<laughs> I just so part of your high process is to take a poo and then you're like ah well it's like you take it and then you feel like ah it's not hitting it's not hitting and then you're like maybe I need to go to the bathroom you go to the bathroom and then in there it's all of a sudden like oh my god it's hitting and uh, your bowels excavate and and then you head out and you can have your nice night now I have one good poo story for you from the club that I feel like if, I don't know if you want to drink some water for this but uh <laughs> I, I, I then have a, a different kind of uh, toilet club experience, club toilet experience. But yeah, tell us, tell us. Okay, I feel like our stories might interlock here. I, so, don't, I don't think okay. so. I don't think so. So the, the, the awkward thing about a club poo is that everybody is in the bathrooms to do drugs. Yes. And then they feel like you're coming there. You're like, why the fuck are you... What? Doing this disgusting act where we're trying to do drugs. Yes, like, what, what are you doing shitting in the drug room? Yeah, what yeah. are you doing shitting Justin, in the drug room, you Justin filthy Small, animal? Small said that last night and it broke me. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah, it's like, what are you thinking? What are you thinking taking a shit where we're literally inhaling things? Like, yeah. the whole point of being in here is but so that we can use our noses. Also, in my defense, in defense of club poopers everywhere, uh, <laughs> there are lots of places at most of these clubs to do drugs that are not in the bathroom. Not not in a lot of clubs, no. But yes, in many clubs, yes. But yes. Uh, but the the thing is, I'm like, I have to do this, and I'm sorry, but you're doing drugs in the poo room, yeah, so yeah, yeah, technically yeah. by Definitely. the rules. And so one time, I was pretty high, and I had to do my business. I'm sorry. And I went in there. They should be apologizing to me. I think they're fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. And I went in there and I started doing my business. And sorry, but it was very stinky. And that's okay. That's, I say stinky. That's okay. It was very stinky. And mean? why it was so funny and sticks in my head is you could just hear it down the row of drug sniffers. <laughs> because you're just like, oh. Oh God! Or how did the Germans do the God? Oh God! My God! My God! My God! And then you could just hear like people like frantically like four people trying to like get out of like and like just like I just forced like an evacuation and you could just hear it like going down the line like a wave crashing on a beach just and and then of course. When that happens, you have, like, I was mortified. You know what I mean? And so I had to stay in there for, like, a oh, while yeah. to let, like, you know, like, I didn't want the people to be like, there's the guy that just gas-bombed the entire bathroom. So, but you've just had taken the shit, so now you're, like, super high. Yeah, I mean, and then I'm just, like, high in there. What like, do I do? Yeah. Did you at least hear the music from the toilet? No. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's, uh, that's hilarious. I think... Um, that should be like a drug policy. That's a good idea, though. Next time I'm at a club and I want to do, well, I don't know. No, like when I'm just annoyed at how long people have taken in the toilet cubicles, you just go in there and take a shit and just be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to get out. Like it's a natural turnover, like change yeah. of shift. I think really if the club, the club should just have, you know, like instead of like a men's room, women's room, you know, it should it just should be, be like room. a drug bathroom and a shit bathroom. Absolutely. I love the cubicles that have no toilet in them. Like that's how it should be. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, those are my favorite cubicles yeah. um, for taking a shit. No. Um, but uh, my, my story, which I was kind of thinking about when you said there's nothing worse than a club poo, that I, um, I was quite high at Menschmeyer and um, I was having a good night. I was having a good mm. night. I was like together. But uh, I also was uh, on my period, and, um, and it got to the point where I was like, fuck, I haven't changed my menstrual cup for, like, 
maybe like 10 hours I should probably I was like ah because I've like been doing shows and yeah then out and then it was like you know four in the morning and I was quite high at this point <laughs> and at this point you could might you might say your cup runneth over yeah <laughs> Oh, dude. Oh, dude. So I had like hand sanitizer. Like these club toilets are filthy, man. But and like they vaguely close at Menchmaya. Oh, so yeah. They've got these like ropes. And so there I am in there. And like, you're doing the thing where you're like kind of holding it with your like Sort of. But I was a little bit like I was in the, in the moment. Right. Yeah. So like I was like, I'm fine. It's closed. And so I take it out and um no, like fully naked basically and i was just yeah and uh and it was it was and did you just my, try cup, to, my cup runneth over did you sure. try to take very... it over the toilet so that it would just like kind of naturally fall in the water or how are you oh, you still gotta you, you when you take it out you can't sort of let it naturally like you've got to hold it and then tip it out yeah yeah but that's what i mean is like if you're at a runneth over stage is it is it are um, you at some uh, oh yeah you want to be over the toilet but for some reason i was like up against the door sort of area maybe i was trying to keep the door closed and I pulled it out, and then it was like, uh, and like pouring it in, and at this, and then I'm like, I'm needing to clean it, and it's, it's all very complicated in a club situation. And then someone fucking opens the door, and like there I am with my, my butt exposed. Maybe I was also doing a club poo. I'm not sure. Like usually with blood drums, other things. And uh, it was a messy little moment. I was just like, oh god, someone just saw me. Like I felt like some like like bestial witch. Like ah. <laughs> with my blood and like just that's everywhere. exactly what when you said that I was like it sounds like a Wiccan ceremony where you like yes. I blood the, pour the blood in the cauldron yes, and, yes. Like, yes. and in a Berlin bathroom also in a Berlin club bathroom I can imagine someone being like sorry so sorry for interrupting your ritual oh absolutely did you, did you need a lighter like, yeah. incense <laughs> please bring the sage um, yeah and I just remember being like oh that was like whatever they saw that's, I really hope my face wasn't part of it because that was, uh, that was some next level, like, you know, deep, earthy, human. What I love stuff. about both of our stories and I love when this happens generally in life is like, you know that that person has told that story to like many people. Like, I was at a club bathroom at Menschmeyer. I opened it up. There was a witch in there. She was spraying blood all over the bathroom. I don't know if she was drinking it herself or if she was sacrificing something, but it was wild. Berlin is crazy, man. Right? Right? Like, that lives, you That's know? Right. Yeah, like a toilet story of someone else. I was at another club and there was a, a line and some, I was like, are we even waiting for someone? Someone opened the door and there's this woman standing on the toilet seat squatting so she's sta like i've never i've never actually seen someone do that before like in australia there's signs on all the toilets saying do not stand yeah. on the toilet to squat because a lot of um a lot of, people that <laughs> a lot of what kind of people and <laughs> a lot of no 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 so, <laughs> so in a little, asian nationality oh, yeah. um you have squat toilets <laughs> and uh, australia has a lot of migrants and so we immigrants and so yeah there's signs on like pretty much every like government office building as well as like university building and each toilet will be like do not squat standing yeah. on the toilet seat anyway we opened this door at the club and this woman was like doing that and like she looked up <laughs> and it was like she was just so exposed and it was so intense and it was also like how are you like in her shoes it was like how are you even balancing on this <laughs> And uh, and then as she came out of the toilet, she's like, "You're a comedian." I was like, "Oh, fuck. <laughs> love getting noticed, love getting recognized by fans." You want a selfie or? <laughs> right? I was like, "That is fucking wild." 
But um, but yeah. So also, I love that moment because it's very like uh, like the thing of like when you open the trash can and there's like a raccoon in there yeah. and they're like. Ah! Exactly. Yeah. Like that was me in the toilet stall with my menstrual cup. Like, ah! Yeah. And then this woman, like, she, like, she looked like a bear. Like, yeah. she looked like it was very. But I guess is the idea, like, for that woman, the idea is that, like, there's basically no toilet seat and it's super gross, and so it's easier to squat on the toilet than over it because also sometimes they're quite high. You can like, as a short king myself, her. you know, you have to kind of like. I don't know. I don't understand it, to be honest. Okay. I, that, none of it makes sense because it's much easier to squat with your feet on the ground and still not touch the toilet. Yeah. She wasn't like that short. Okay. Like, it's a normal toilet. Like, it's quite low. Yeah. Yeah, I've been in that toilet cubicle many times. I know the I know Yeah, the you know the ins and outs, you know, every flat surface. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> All the graffiti. Um, okay, so I wanted to loop back around to the, the poo thing, though. Like, why were you shamed so much? About my poo? Yeah. Uh... Well, this, oh, no. this is so not where I thought this was going to go today. Me neither. I did not expect it to be that bad. And I'm like, I feel like we're going to do the full hour on poo now. Um, I didn't expect it. We were going to talk about, like, awkward sex stories. But... We'll, we'll get there. We will okay. get there. We will get there. So I think that if the poo shame started because when I was a child, and I'm sorry, I would take just, like, crazy giant dumps. Like, like crazy, like big. crazy, big, thick, long dumps. And I have like proportionate to your size. They were like shockingly. Large. Yes. It, okay. And even now, like, I'm like, I feel like maybe my memory of them is that they're way bigger than what I do now. And oh, like, wow. And uh, I don't know if it's because they were my parents raised me vegetarian, but I also wouldn't eat vegetables. So I was basically only subsisting on quesadillas for the first 14 years of my life. But so just carbohydrates and, and cheese. Basically. Uh, and oh, that's not good. Yeah, yeah. So the point is I broke a lot of toilets uh, as a child. And I so I have a lot of, like, horrible memories wow. of, like, you know, like, I, one, specifically, I remember we were staying at, like, a hostel hotel thing up in Northern California. And we were down in the game room. And I had to go to the bathroom. And I clogged the toilet so badly that it was like the water was like going all over onto the floor and I had to just like go out and I hadn't even wiped and so I had to go out there to my parents and be like I broke the toilet Whoa. and I also have poop on my butt and so they were I mean sweetly they were like we'll go talk to the hotel staff go up to our room clean yourself up but like that's for example one of several stories from my wow. childhood where I like fucked up toilets with my giant poops and uh and so I think probably that's where the poop shame came from. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think <laughs> shadow of doubt there. That's exactly where the poop shame Wow, and I was I was gonna say, like you said without wiping, I was like, surely you were just a kid that like overused the toilet paper, but no, it was without no. Wow. I think that probably the cheese and bread poops were just like there's a solidity to those that like Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay, no, and I, I wanted, whilst you were saying it, I wanted to make sure my face and expressions weren't uh, transmitting any kind of shaming, <laughs> but that's really, that's really How progressive of you. I'm, like, I'm just saying, like, I don't want to make you feel ashamed at all, but that's, uh, that's quite, that's quite, what about, like, your parents weren't like, Pat, you need to fucking eat vegetables, you're breaking toilets. Uh, no, they never connected, or maybe they could, they must have connected the dots, but, I mean, my diet with 
thing with my parents. Um, I think it was an ongoing battle for many years. And then at a certain age, I won. You know, like they were just like, you're so hard headed that it's not worth fighting you on this anymore. So we're just going to let you fuck up your body. body and uh, and the funny thing is then later I came to vegetables. Like I love vegetables now. I'm not a picky eater at all. Yeah. I love all sorts of veggies and different meals or whatever. But yeah, when I was a kid, I was super picky. I find that, I think that's one of the most annoying things about children. Mm. Like, if, if someone's a picky eater, it's just like, grow the fuck up! Like, it's just, like, it's good for you. Like, why are you not, like, that's what annoys me. One of one of my pet peeves is kids, like, people who are picky eaters generally, it's just like, ah. Uh, I don't know why it makes me so annoyed. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm still, like, I know what I want on a menu, and, like, like when, when I don't, what what I won't do is like you know some people are like yeah like let's just I'm gonna order this you order that we'll each eat a little of our of mm -hmm. ours and I like I'm like no like I know what I want on the menu yeah. and that's what I want and I don't want what you have and I'll eat all of what I have yeah so, so you, we're not sharing this we're your, not sharing does your your wife isn't the kind of person that wants to share all the time she does want to share but I'm like <laughs> I was getting that vibe <laughs> <laughs> you're disappointing her a lot <laughs> I want this yeah fine yours. <laughs> Uh, and then the annoying thing is she has this weird thing where she's like, she doesn't want us to order the same thing. Yes. So I'll pick something that she also thinks is the best option, but she doesn't want us to both get the same thing. So she'll get something that seems less good yeah. and then be disappointed throughout the meal and looking at my meal with like Bambi eyes. And I'm like, well, you should have gotten the thing, like advocate for yourself, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. I've been there. I've been there with uh, partners, uh, the ordering conundrum. Yeah. Mm, okay, that's so interesting about the the yeah. I yeah. I I don't have any shame around poo. I don't have any like yeah. I just I just I think I've just been saturated by the conversation from my family and as an adult like also farting right like in my twenties mm. I would fart in front of all my partners and like I remember one partner and I we actually ended up having a, like a tally to see who had farted more. That's like, a fun relationship. <laughs> that is my kind of relationship. I love it. I'm imagining it's like a giant whiteboard, you know, there's like a bell, you know, you, fly, you ring the bell, you're like, another one for Team Barrows. <laughs> no, it was just a scrappy piece of paper on the kitchen table, and I was like, I can't believe you did that here. Uh, yeah. and, like, and also, I started the tally because he was suggesting that I, well, he argued that I farted more than him, and I was like, no, 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 no. Uh, no, so, not. but you said in your 20s, so does that mean that you now hold the farts in? I do not fart in front of partners anymore. Hmm. Yeah. I will, I will, like, I will go to the bathroom. I'll go to another room. And same with my family. Actually, with my family, when I go back to Australia, I do. Like, everyone's fighting in front of me, so I'll be like, fuck it. Eh. But, uh, but with partners, I don't want to smell their shit smell. And I don't want them to smell. I don't want to put that in their face. So I avoid it. I, like, I, I do little things to avoid it. Mm. Not not to the point of discomfort. Maybe at the start of a relationship, it might get a little bit like, you know, when you spent like twenty hours together and you're at their house and like every time you go to the toilet, it's that classic thing of like every time you go to the toilet, like it won't come out, like it, you can't yeah. find it. And then you leave the bathroom, and it's like now it's ready. Yeah. And then you go back and you're like, come on, come on, and it just won't come out. Uh, but um, but yeah, I just I just made this decision in my thirties, like I don't want to I don't want to do that anymore. Mm. I want to change the culture, the, the farting culture. No, I'm I'm vehemently against your position. Uh, <laughs> I and my, I mean my. To be fair, my wife is on your team. Uh, <laughs> she's like, you should go to the bathroom. She makes me go <laughs> st stand out on the balcony if I'm getting gassy. Uh, 
and uh at which that that i'm will i'm willing like if it's a consistent thing i'll go out to the balcony and you know um <laughs> there is some discussion about how long i need to wait out there before it's <laughs> yeah, weird there. to come back in the house because it'll follow you uh, yeah and i'm like grow up but uh <laughs> no, you're out there for a reason <laughs> i but i think i'm like there's nothing worse than holding that in and i'm like this is me i am a gassy man that is who you married i farted in front of you before we ever kissed if you didn't like this, then <laughs> really? you should have. It was that one was bad. Like <laughs> we were hanging out in these hammocks together. We met uh, at a hostel in Costa Rica, and there are these hammock, this hammock area. And like at this point, it was just all. And we were like, and I just, I am, a, I'm a gassy person. My mother's gassy. It's, it's I think just we're all gassy. Well, we're pretty gassy. We're okay, gassy family. We're a gassy family. The Moors are a gassy family. Uh, Officially, but you heard it here. You heard it here. Uh, <laughs> check us out on fart.com and uh, more fart.com. More fart.com. <laughs> it's actually OnlyFans. It's an OnlyFans page. Oh it's just God, us yes. farting. Uh, we have it all, you know, anyways. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, we were hanging out in these hammocks and I, I accident and I was pretty mortified, but like, uh, you know, I pretty funny so i i made a, i made a laugh i got a laugh out of it you know okay. i was like who did that or something you know whatever one of the classics, of the classics. Yeah, yeah. uh was it smelling uh i don't know we were in the jungle so everything smelled at that point but uh okay. but oh, yeah i mean i personally feel like mine aren't that smelly i i have a lot more uh your wife would disagree i assume she would disagree but she would say uh it's i'm my problem is i'm a more of a noisy farter you know, I think that's great though. Like, like I don't have like the silent. Like if they're silent, then they're smelly usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I toot I toot like a horn. You know, <laughs> uh, and and this uh, again. I'm so sorry that this is what you guys have to listen to. But this is just where the conversation is going. One thing I learned about myself, I didn't realize my my wife and I we had we lived in my parents' garage at the beginning of COVID, um, and there wasn't a bathroom out there, so we had to pee into like a jug, and. Um, I got her a shiwi. It was fine. Um, okay. And uh, what I learned is that every morning when I do my morning pee, it's like a simultaneous, like I pee, like the night's urine and the night's gas leave me at the, same time, at the yeah. same time. And I can't control it. It's uh, John Steinbeck wrote about it. <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> yeah. In Cannery Row, he talks about how like, the boys would wake up, uh, you know, like in the fields and then they'd go to the river to pee. And they would all like fart as they pee. Steinbeck, a, a, a classic author. A cla really, really. And, <laughs> One um, of the greats. Fart lit is just yeah. very underrated. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So I, uh, I, I'm not sure if the female body works differently, but that doesn't that doesn't happen for me. The morning, the pee, the, the fart, fart at the same pee, time. Yeah, pee. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, but the hammock fart. So you just farted in front of her. And that I was farted in front of her. And, and, and then, I mean, during that um, initial courtship, obviously I was trying to manage it a little <laughs> bit more, you know. But as I said, it's like I'm a, I can't, uh, I can't, uh, like. You're not going to suffer for it. Well, I'm going to, I was suffering. That's the thing is like I have held in farts historically. And the thing is like I've suffered from it. And what I've learned is that after the third try for the fart then it just comes out in like a weird like poof, kind of thing and my belly starts making weird noises and it's just like it makes it worse versus we could just have a cute little poof, you know and be done with it 
Uh, so okay, okay. I definitely have had lots of situations with like partners where I'll be like not fired, like holding it in and haven't been able to go to the bathroom to let it out, and then my stomach will be doing these. Yeah. And like we'll be watching something. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like it's just my stomach. It's just my last <laughs> breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, maybe I need to eat more. Maybe I'm hungry. <laughs> and meanwhile, your stomach is like, I want to fart. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Have you ever farted during sex? Um, it was funny actually. Last night I queefed so loud, <laughs> so loud, and to the point where like I took whatever was in my mouth out of my mouth, and I was like, "That was a queef, yeah." And he was like, "I don't care." I was like, "Okay, cool." Um, but it was so, so like it was loud and long. Uh, that's you know that's an interesting thing. I mean, I'm totally. I love when my wife farts in front of me because I'm like that. Queefing and farting are very different. Things. Well, that's what I was getting yeah, to. So yeah. I I I just wanted to preface by saying I love when my wife farts in front of me. I think it's hilarious. It's fun. I support it. I'm like, yes, you did it. Yay! That's intimacy. Um, I don't find farting hot, but a queef can be kind of hot. A I queef think. can be kind of hot because it just means there's been so much activity, and it's like yeah, and it's, it's like, just like it's your vagina like doing the stomach thing, like, <laughs> like <laughs> that was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like whoa, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it's like a vagina, like panting like a dog after it's been played. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. Oh my god. Um, but hold on, I'm just thinking if I've ever farted during sex. I've definitely like been close to farting, but I don't think I. I know that partners have farted during sex, mm. and then I start laughing, and then like boner disappears. Yeah, 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 yeah of yeah. course. Yeah. So has your wife farted during sex? No, never. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, she farts very, very rarely, so I have to really catch her on an off day for a, a fart. And, uh, but you've farted during sex. I've never farted during sex either. <gasps> yeah. That's, that's actually funnily my one boundary is like, I'm like, that would be too much to fart during sex. Why? Like, Why? Because that's like we're now we're really trying to be sexy. You know what I mean? Like if we're like if we're sitting on the couch watching a movie, mm. it's like, okay, we're hanging. We're this hanging is, out. We're, this is a friendship right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we're fucking, that's yeah. a relationship. So if she like pulled your dick out whilst you were watching the movie and you fired it, that'd be like that's crossing the line. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. So that's we've fair. established my boundaries. Okay, now. that's your boundary. So. Finding not sexy, but very important for intimacy. I, I that's, that's my position. I'm sticking to it. Okay, nice, nice. I'm trying to think of like, yeah. The, like, I free, think poo. It, free poo. Free poo. Morefart.com. Morefart.com. Just trying to think of like embarrassing things during sex though, because that was a topic that we were going to talk about. Um, well, you mentioned first, I feel like one of the reasons I wouldn't fart during sex is the potential that someone would laugh and then, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I do have a long storied history of losing my boners during sex in very embarrassing ways. Um. Uh, yeah, I that was like I had the worst. This is I mean, Anna knows me well, so I feel like this isn't going to be shocking or like off brand to her. But I really cannot get hard unless we're in love. <laughs> in love, like in love. No, I mean, uh, that, I mean, I'm being a bit hyperbolic, but yeah. it's I need to be really into the. Best. I need to feel. I think what it is, and this is so lame, but like I feel like I need to feel safe. Oh, that's not lame. <laughs> it's pretty lame, Anna. 
It's not like it's not like it's not hot, you know. It's, it's not, not like oh, let's go in the bathroom and like, uh, you know. <laughs> I need to feel safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not hot, but it's yeah. uh, but like hot. Hot is often you know like uh, kind of dangerous and and not. Yeah, exactly. I want to be dangerous. I want to be dangerous for the for the penis. Yeah, yeah. But like, I think that's the same. Like, you getting hard uh, is the same for women coming. Like, we need to feel safe to come. Yeah. Well, at least uh, I can't speak for every woman, but I definitely need to feel safe to come. Yeah. We've got an audience of three women, so yes, we all need to feel safe to come. So yes, like your first step is feeling safe, whereas yes. now, like we could we could develop a sense of safety once after being penetrated. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Theoretically, um, like oh okay, like he uh, I don't know I don't know like yes, but um, so because you haven't felt safe, you've had difficulties getting hard. Yeah, well, uh, I it's from the start. I remember uh, the first time when I went to lose my virginity. I was drunk, and of course, because you know, of course, uh, like yeah, that's how, how you healthily lose it. Uh, I actually, well, I may have lost my virginity drunk, but I didn't lose my virginity. <laughs> oh boy, is drunk. this gonna take a dark turn? The <laughs> dude <laughs> claims that we didn't have sex, but like I was so wasted, he was wasted. I have no idea, but I officially lost my virginity sober. So okay. Nice. At the ripe age of 17. Good, yes. Uh, So the first time you tried to The first time I tried to lose my virginity, I got so in my head because, I mean, I mean, I guess, obviously, it's a big deal for everybody. But, like, you know, also, like, the man thing where you're like, like, you know, you're like, it's a thing that you really want to be, like, done with, you know? You know, it's it's embarrassing to be a virgin, you know? And so I'm like, holy shit, it's happening, it's happening. And then... It was not happening. Uh, and what do you think was uh, compromising your sense of safety? Just anxiety? Yeah, I think what it was was I was so like, I was so like, this is a, this was so much bigger than us just hooking up that like, I, that like, that, that, and that's always a thing for me is like, I'm so like, you know, the stereotype of like women having sex that it's like the only way that they can like, you know, get off is that it's like they have to be, you know, so like it has to be 15 degrees and then a fan po- pointed at my toes and nibble my ear three times. Like, yeah. that is kind of me with like sex. <laughs> like, I need like a lot of things met and criteria to like in- enjoy myself. And it's like, it's, I'm very in my head. Yeah. And so if I get in my head during sex, then it's we're fucked it's uh and when i say we're fucked i mean we're not fucked we're we're, we're cuddling we're gonna, chill. We're, we're gonna chill we're mates on the couch again. <laughs> yeah it's time to fart exactly. <laughs> exactly it's funny like i have had partners that are like that i've had lots of partners that are not but like yeah i've, I've had partners where it's really like they need like uh the boner can go not because of anything, but they're in their head or if, you know, they're not feeling 100% um, physically well. Like, if yeah. you know, maybe if they do need to fart or if they do have something brewing, you know, like, then they can get distracted from sex. Um, but, yeah, there are a lot of dudes out there that uh, it seems like they can fuck regardless of what's happening and come. Yeah, and I'm jealous of those guys. I'm jealous uh, of those guys, too. I can yeah. imagine being that capable of just fuck like just going at it like i i can receive it doesn't mean i'm gonna come you know what I mean? yeah 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 i think well, i was one of those dudes for all of my my 20s and then like later mid 30s i've been like oh no i only want to have sex with people that i i respect 
<laughs> uh, that's healthy. I like that. Uh, I well, that's also I think a funny thing about sex is it's like uh, I I wish that there was a way as a man that you could be more passively like have sex and kind of not be into it. You know what I mean? Like, and I mean I guess maybe for some men they can't, but for me it's like if I'm some if something is off or weird, like there it's just not gonna happen. It's, just, it's over. It's over. At least like the penis part. The penis part is is over, over, and like especially when I was, yeah. So, and but you know, good side note, and I'm, I feel like this is so weird with three people here, but uh, three females, three women uh, that I won't make eye contact with. Um, <laughs> but uh, the the good thing about me and my floppy little penis is that I do love eating pussy. And so that was always my go-to is it's like, this is not a big deal. Let's just, I'm going to switcheroo. switcheroo. You know, we'll, we'll get the job done. Hopefully you don't tell people about my sad little penis who's a good listener and uh and uh then we'll carry on carry on i have two other good uh not getting uh, erection stories oh yeah which should i tell them chronologically or what which one do you want to hear first most embarrassing most so most embarrassing was uh and uh, i think we've we've talked about this uh semi relationship i had before but i met a, a girl at a music festival uh, we were like high on ecstasy and then we started this weird relationship where we would like meet up at music festivals and like spend the whole weekend together super high it felt very like emotional and intimate uh but you're like super high and fucked up so it's like we never actually like hooked up and then uh i decided to go visit her and mm. uh at that point i was like 24 and she was still in college she was like 21 so i went and visited her in college and she in in hindsight was just like way too cool for me um okay. or, or i don't know she was just like it wasn't meant to be like the end of the relationship was i thought that we had been dating and then i found out that we hadn't been for the last six months so uh mm. don't be sad come on it's funny it is funny but it still hurt like when you find out that your your perception of the situation is so off with someone else that, that it hurts. It hurts. It yeah. Hurts. Well, if you think that hurts, listen to this. So, uh, <laughs> so, so we. Sh- so I show up and uh, we get there. Uh, her and our other friend uh, picked us up. Picked me up from the airport. We all like go back. We like you know smoke weed and listen to vinyl because we're super cool. And uh, and then her friend leaves. And then all of a sudden I realize it's like. And this is how innocent I am. I'm like. All of a sudden, I'm there, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Like, like I'm supposed to, like I'm supposed to fuck you now. Like this is I, I like bought the plane tickets, I packed my bag, and I just never did the math that like, oh yeah, and now I'm staying with you, and I meant like we've spent all these weekends together, and now it's like this is the opportunity. This is what it's all been building up for. This is what it's all been building up to, and you know the builds not on my checklist (laughs) of safety. so uh we start and of course i can't do it which is such a letdown you know what i mean like if you've we've like we've been you know talking and you know cuddling and having all these amazing trippy high moments mm-hmm. uh, and now i've like come to visit and also there was i think for me i, I felt a little bit uh, like i'm like i'm the older man so i should be like cool and then yeah. it's the weakest Pressure, least Pressure. cool thing to not be able to get a boner. 
Uh, so that happened. Unfortunate. I'm embarrassed. But it's also it's a two-way street, right? Like, there's also the communication. Like, when you're that young, the communication is very clumsy, and you don't know yourselves very well. And so the thing is, in those situations where, like, a dude can't get a boner, like, there's, you know, there's lots of things that can be done, and, like, just to remove the pressure and to talk about it in a way, and actually that moment can be a beautiful opportunity to build the intimacy and to create even more of a sense of safety. Yes. But... Agreed. And uh, and as an older, like, at, when I got older, it's like, I, I, I realized that, you know, like, yeah. and this is, but like, like the first time that my wife and I hooked up, I was just like, I was already at the point in my life where I was like, by the way, when we hook up, it might, like, I might not be able to like, you know, I'll, but like, I'll go down on you for 17 days, you know, yeah, yeah, you'll come yeah. seven times, it'll be great. But like, but, like I might not fuck you. Yeah. Like, yeah, just this, that's me. That's my, that's my sad little dick. And, uh, oh, it'll like, get to know you later. But, and then, and, but because I did that primer, then it was fine, you know? Yeah, exactly. exactly. But I was 24, so I didn't have, I was just kind of like tense. And then she was tense. And then we just got violently high off of weed tobacco bowls out of a bong. <laughs> and here's the part that was embarrassing. Okay. We haven't even gotten the, the embarrassing part. tobacco balls? <laughs> no. no, that also. But this is the embarrassing part. The next day, we went to a party, like a house party. Mm. And there were, some of, there were some of her friends there that I had met at one of the festivals we had been to. And we all got drunk. And then at some point, one of her friends got drunk, super drunk. Oh, no. And then started being like, oh yeah and like pat can't get it up and like you guys couldn't fuck and like no. this is happening at the party in front of me oh my god and then i definitely didn't get a boner for like four years after that uh but oh, that was god. probably the most embarrassing to like have that so happen she went and told someone and then and that the piece person of shit. told more people oh my and i mean god. to be fair i also like i don't blame her at all because i feel like if i were in her position i would also want to tell like be like i don't know what to do you know like you came it didn't work like yeah. when, and when you're young you have shitty friends or and when you're young you have shitty friends and if, if i'm being yeah. very uh like looking back retrospectively and also with a little bit of ego i think also maybe the friend who started popping off i always got the vibe that she was kind of into me ah. and so i feel like maybe there was also something there some kind of resentment that you're yeah. hanging out with uh, so shout out samra uh if you're out there <laughs> listening <laughs> Oh damn, that is so fucking mean, man. Yeah, like talking about that to other people—that's yeah. That was fucking... that was like it was like it couldn't that weekend could not have gone worse. worse. Uh, and we kept, but we kept we kept trying, and we did eventually have sex. Okay, the next time I visited, oh, but like, yeah, she let you come back. She let me come back. Uh, I think anyway, at that point, I think she was dating somebody else. But eh, whatever. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. That happens. I, um, reminds me of a, okay, so, like, I don't have necessarily hugely embarrassing, I can't, like, when you, when you suggested, like, when we both talked about maybe embarrassing sexual moments, or, like, when you thought you were being an adult, and then, I don't know, I can't really think of anything, but, like, you did just remind me of a, a guy that I used to see, and, um, You've reminded me specifically. In my <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see where this is going. Uh, I hope it's complimentary. <laughs> it's not. It's not. No, but no, no. But like, I was, uh, I was super in love with this guy, and like from the moment I met him, <clears throat> and then we would hang out, and then it eventually became romantic, like making out, and then we would, you know, go back to his place finally, and he was like seeing someone else, but. 
it's all very and so the very first like the times that we had sex it was all like just hands and like mm. uh basically him going down on me or yeah. yeah basically just that and i was very young i was like 20 21 22 and um and then and did that put you off or were you like oh this is hot like this is cool this is what he's into i was like i think he's keeping me at at a distance i mm. felt like he was you know not doing the full full penis penetration stuff yeah. because there was like some kind of distancing and i was very very into him and uh and so maybe he, i was like maybe he can sense that so he's like making sure he doesn't get too yeah. connected to he's me. like i'll put my mouth but like i'm not gonna go full yeah 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 um and uh and then it sort of continued on and off and he ended up being this person that was like really toxic for me because i was just so into him but like nothing ever eventuated and then when we did finally like uh, have sex like when i did finally when i finally like i've never touched his penis for like maybe it had been like a year of us knowing each other and really hook up occasionally and it would never involve his penis involved and fascinating and i found out when we did when i did finally meet his penis that i think the reason was because it was very 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 small is this the micro penis? This is one of the micro penises. One of the micro penises. I've encountered a few micro penises. Um, I think only two, maybe three if we count that one as well. You've you've encountered. It's never happened. Oh well, maybe you just haven't had as many. <laughs> Might just be a maths thing. I don't know. I um, just more numbers. I, I, I'm not saying that you haven't fucked as many people as me, but I am. My standards. I am. My standards. <laughs> Statistically, <laughs> definitely, Anna's fucked the most of anybody in this room. Probably if we put all of our numbers together, Anna's still doubled that uh, on every continent. I feel like uh, Anna has sucked and fucked. Uh, <laughs> I've never had sex in, in in the Americas, and I've never had sex. I haven't been to Africa. Um, that's it, basically. But it's on the to-do list. It's on the to-do list, yeah. And I got, I got hookups in different countries, you know. I got, I got places to visit. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, three micropenises. Three, which is... Uh, so one... one which statistically is wild. It is, is it really wild? I mean, I don't know how many... I feel like... I, what are the stats on micropenises? Yeah. Like, should I Google it? Maybe we should Google it. I'll, 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 while, while I go through them. So the first one was this one. Yeah. And when I say a micropenis, I'm not being... An, I'm not a bitch, right? Like, and I, and I don't shame it at all. It was just like, oh, that's why he hasn't won his penis involved at all. Because... He wants me to just be madly in love with him and never know his insecurity and uh, maybe, yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, micropenis by micropenis, I mean like um, for the listeners, I would say like three centimeters long. That's Hard. Not, that's not three centimeters yeah. though. <laughs> One, two, three. From, middle, from, from the top of my finger to the top, like the insides of my fingers, that's three centimeters. Maybe it's five centimeters. How thick? Yeah, it's How thick? Oh, and the thickness is like uh, that of like a, a pen. A um, pen, like a pen, like a bit of a not even a pinky. Pen. Like I, I'm imagining oh, a pinky, yeah, like, like a pinky, yeah, yeah like exactly. a pinky. Like a okay, pinky. that's like a pen though, but like I mean, like a thick pen, a thick pen, like All a right. like a Schaefer, like a like a fountain pen. So, uh, but yeah, basically the size of my pinky. I could have just done that actually. The size, yeah, for the listeners, three centimeters, uh, and like a yeah, circumference of yeah, maybe a centimeter around, you know. So just to give you guys an idea of how many people Anna has slept with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this might be the only true, the only true metric to gauge. I've stopped counting. So, okay. Yeah. Anna, Anna has run across three micro penises, and it affects 
0.6% of people worldwide, which statistically is approximately 1.5 in 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> so I've slept with 20,000 people? Is that 30,000? Or no, 20, 20, 1.5. Yeah. Look at my math. Yeah, you're better at math. <laughs> and fucking. <laughs> um, or uh, maybe you're just kind of a magnet for it for some reason. No, I think there's been lots of, like, um, the stereotype around uh, who has micro penises is not fair at all. So the first person with the micro penis was a very tall, um, white Australian, I'm pretty sure, like, English, maybe Irish, Scottish mm. heritage. Um, very tall, very, like, mm, yeah, nice, yeah. nice physique, you know? Uh, and then the next one was um, Korean. So that fits with, uh, unfortunately, the stereotypes. Uh, and did he also, when he went to the bathroom, um, did he, you know... Oh, did he squat on my toilet? I don't know. I, I, I gave him privacy. I, uh... <laughs> to call back to earlier, it's not racist. Uh, anyways. Uh... But he also, like, prematurely ejaculated like crazy. Uh, hot. Yeah. So, like, he may have also given me chlamydia, but I assume that he doesn't get that much pussy that... It wasn't him that gave me the chlamydia. Well, I just want to say he's Ken enough, you know. Uh, he's what? <laughs> Ken enough. Ken enough? You don't watch the Barbie movie? Oh, Ken enough. Okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Anyways. I did watch it, but that didn't, that didn't stick with me at all. <laughs> That's like the You're big Ken meme. Enough. I'm, he's like, I, I'm I don't Ken watch, enough. I don't look at memes. That's the problem. Oh, okay. I'm meme ignorant. Yeah. Educate so, yourself. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm Ken enough. Okay. <laughs> Um, and then the next micro penis was, this one was just a small, I, I, I don't think I'd call it a micro actually. And he was Turkish. But okay. the thing is like, I, I've, I've had sex with a Japanese guy who had like a really solid, good penis. Uh, had sex with other Turkish guys, like good penis. Like so, micro penis is not bad when I say it's good, but I mean like solid, uh, average, aver like the, um, um, you know, the, the, the index of the average index, yeah. size. I also like that we were like, let's talk about embarrassing sex stories. And you're like, so all these guys' tiny penises, <laughs> those are my embarrassing sex stories. I'm like, hey, I couldn't get a, an erection. It came out at a house party. And you're like, dude, some of these guys, some of the 20,000 guys I fucked, not very big. <laughs> I also mean with extreme, like, men that are so big that it's been problematic. Like, there's also, like, penises that are so big. Yeah, but have you public. ever done anything embarrassing? Okay, so I mentioned that I queefed, like, this morning very loudly. So and that we was... also mentioned that that's hot, so. Well, no, like, he thought Dig a little hot. deeper, and. <laughs> I was I was embarrassed though. I think um, other like the other the other sort of embarrassing sex thing is uh has and it and it kind of ties it back around actually. It's uh, to do with anal for sure. Like ah. anal sex stories are yeah that shit that that's embarrassing. Like that I've had a couple of embarrassing moments there. They haven't necessarily been like one was uh, sort of sh shaming. And then the From other the, the guy shaming you or yeah okay yeah, yeah. specifically my ex husband uh, <laughs> uh, okay. but it was like it wasn't like a big thing that happened it was just like oh like you need to you need to clean yourself up and I'm like we're having anal motherfucker like it's gonna like, it's, it's gonna be messy it, it can be messy like yeah I've, I've done the 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 ritual to be as clean as possible if I'm not clean right now like get the fuck over it but he didn't like that and so uh, that was embarrassing and so sort of you know going to the bathroom feeling like some kind of like filthy child that needs to clean up yeah well that's also wild to me when people get upset like it's like 
uh, that <laughs> that it might get a little bit poopy like, when you have anal sex because I'm like I don't know like if you reach your hand into a like beehive. I'm gonna expect to get stung by a couple bees. Exactly. You know? Are you gonna find some honey? You know? Yeah. Like, or are you gonna find some honey? <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah. And the thing is, like, uh, I like I do the due diligence. You know, like yeah. there's a douche that one can use, and doing that, and you know, putting putting the effort in. So like, when it does happen to not be clean, it's like. Give me like don't don't make me feel bad about it, dude. Yeah. Like I didn't choose this. Um, but then yeah, then there's like some other times that have been like. But that's also an interesting thing. So then, if you're gonna have anal sex, you really it can't be very spontaneous. Well, it can be, and I've had lots of spontaneous anal, anal sex. sex. Yeah, that's been like perfectly clean. Okay, and yeah. I'm like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had like a full evacuation from it, or just a little bit of smudge on the dick kind of like, situation? I never a full evacuation. Okay, no, thank fuck. But yeah, like the other, yeah, this is a really gross story. I, I don't know. I'm not sure if I want to tell it. But like basically the dude was fine with it. But he like, I was like, I'm not sure if you should be going there. And he went there. And then. With his dick or? No, with his, with his. With, with his, his mouth? With it. No, no, no. With his hand. Yeah, oh, okay. with his hand. Well, that's the least problematic. It is. But I was like, I really like, like, you know, we were talking about, you know, morning rituals. Like yeah. it was right when I needed. Yeah. You know? And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. don't. Yeah, it was just like. Oh, this is this is like I'm uncomfortable yeah. with this. Like, can we stop? But he was kind of into it, and I was like, "This is uh, poop play." Is that a thing? Yeah, poop play's oh. a thing, and I'm like, "This is not my thing." And yeah, yeah. So that was that was kind of like ah, like getting brought into someone else's kink. It's like it's fine, but it's like now I know that that like, that's an ick for me. Like, like yeah. there's no shame in poop, but I don't want to be trying to climax when. There's poo around. In or around. Yes. Yeah. Like, 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 so, like, not solid amounts, but like, noteworthy. Like, you're a aware bit, of it. Like, uh, it's not uh, like a little smudge. Like, under the fingernail, aware. it's. Or more than that. Or more yeah. than that. And then they're grabbing your face to kiss you. And, uh, uh, I think the grossest way to describe it is basically if you can smell something, I don't want to smell anything. You know? yeah. That's ah, so gross. But yeah, but no shaming. It's just that I don't, like that thing with farting, not being sexy. I think I don't want, I don't want substantial amounts of that content in my Well, vicinity. I think most people could agree with you about that. But I reckon if you Googled uh, scat, scat, yeah. uh, scat sex, um, there's probably a, a crazy percentage of people who actually do like poo yeah. with sex. I had something kind of like that when I was in college. Not it, not really the the same thing, but uh, so I it was my college girlfriend. So we were like nineteen or something, and she had her period, and so she didn't want to have sex mm -hmm. because she was like, "I'm on my period, whatever." And I'm like, "I don't give a shit. Like, let's just have sex, you know, whatever." Uh, but we were drunk. Yeah, team period. Sex. Team period sex. Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit. Uh, if anything, it's anyway better. But uh, I love period sex. Yeah. yeah, I love when. Okay, I'm stupid. I love when it gets like just splattered all yes! over the legs, and I'm like, it looks like a, ee, 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 yes! you know, kind of. I, I love the paint. The paint is great. It's yeah. like there's something, you know, when you've both got like blood on each other. It's that's that's. It's exciting. something, yeah. Something very cool about that. In a club bathroom, and you're just doing a ceremony, and uh, you're like, and no one else is around because they took a shit right before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we went. We went to have sex. And you're peeking, yeah. Uh, and we were, we were. I was pretty drunk. We were both drunk, but I was pretty drunk. 
And so during the period when we were having sex, I forgot that, that she was on her period. Mm -hmm. And so afterwards, when I pulled out, there was like blood all over my dick. Mm -hmm. And my reaction was like, oh, fuck. I like, I like cut my penis. I like mm -hmm. fucked up my penis. And so I was like, oh, what the fuck? And which is absolutely the worst thing you could say to yes. a poor girl who you just convinced to have sex with you on your period, which you didn't want to. And then, oh and then, and then it all clicked, and I was like, "Oh no, 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 no! It's fine. I thought I heard I myself. Thought I myself. But it's just you." <laughs> that night was ruined, obviously. Oh shit! Yeah, really? Yeah. Oh no! I. Um, I mean, because we also—it's like drunk nineteen. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. there's no like I. I did the worst possible thing. Yeah. She wasn't going to not be like, fuck you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it yeah. was that kind of relationship, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I think the only time I've actually been embarrassed about blood was um, was I uh, was with this guy um, who I'm pretty sure gave me chlamydia. He was the one that... How many me. guys gave you chlamydia? Yeah. I don't count. Yeah. <laughs> After 10,000, you kind of lose track. <laughs> the question is how many guys that I give chlamydia to. I, um... <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we we're having sex and then um, I noticed that there was blood and like a lot of blood. And he was like, oh shit, like, are you on your period? I was like, no. And he was like, is it my dick? And so we're looking at his dick. I'm looking at the blood and it's like murder blood. Like it's like bright, like there's nothing menstrual about it. It's like Ooh. hemorrhaging kind of blood and like huge amount. So he like he's like, don't worry, just get up, uh, have a shower. And he takes my my duvet cover, um, my duvet cover for non Australians uh, to to the kitchen sink, and he's scrubbing it in the kitchen sink. I lived in a share house at this point. I'm like, I hope no one sees that he's scrubbing up my oh, Jesus my, my vagina blood in the kitchen sink. But he was a beautiful man. Like he he was like yeah, he was this fitness advisor, this Sicilian. Just ripped and just beautiful. But anyway, it was a nice sight. It was a nice sight. That wasn't the only thing that was ripped. Yeah, right? Well, it turns out that that's one of the signs of chlamydia. It can be that you bleed during sex. So oh. that happened, and I Googled it, and I was like, fuck, either I'm pregnant or I've got chlamydia or I've, like, I've had a miscarriage. <laughs> and you're like, please be chlamydia, please be chlamydia. No, I was like, miscarriage, miscarriage, miscarriage. <laughs> I don't want an STD. This was before I'd ever had an STD. Oh, okay. And, um, and so then, uh, yeah, went and got, um, I was like, have you been tested? I was going to say his name. Marco. And, uh, <laughs> Shout out Marco if you're uh, listening. I've liked a few Marcos, so it's okay. I've actually got a, a Marco ban. I don't have sex with anyone called Marco because of the number of Marcos. I've been with. Okay. Um, and it's always bad news. But Ma this one was a good Marco. Um, but anyway, but he was the one that gave me comedy. Anyway, so I was like, have you been tested? And he was like, yeah, 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 I did all the tests. And then I went and got tested. And the next week we catch up. I'm like, so I've got chlamydia. He's like... What's chlamydia? Like, he had no idea. I'm like, you haven't been tested? Like, what He's what like, mean? yeah, no, like, I graduated high school. I took tests. You exactly. Know? <laughs> like, he had, I was like, ah. Oh. He really was like, what's chlamydia? I was like, that is, you have not been tested, you piece of shit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but that level of blood, that was like, that was the first time I was like, oh. That's a super disturbing way to find out that you have an STD. Yeah, it was really, it was really like, and it was like, obviously with Google, it was like, uh, pregnancy, miscarriage, chlamydia, cancer. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, great. Uh, <laughs> and that's how the spiral starts. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, um, but I think we need to wrap up. Okay. So, um, any last comments or anything you wanted to say before we wrap up? Uh, well, I never got to tell you the story about me losing my boner the only time I got invited to have sex in a car. But oh. uh, we'll just tease that for the next time. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll let that one ride off. 
sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have it? Actually, let's open up to the audience as well. Do you guys have any questions or any comments or anything you wanna you wanna say? Because we're recording live at Podfest at Noisy Rooms. Podfest with Podfest. a sold out packed house. Oh my god, the audience is going wild. So yeah, do you guys have anything you want to say or ask or anything? When we ask, like when you ask for a question that the woman, no one has a question because during your talk, we were like, uh, for me at least, I wanted to uh, to come and say, and I know, I know, I know a degree, or I'm so a poor agree. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know what to say now, but uh, it was really interesting. Oh, awesome. I just want to <laughs> add, so are you on my side about the farts or her side? Yeah! Oh, no, we're yeah. going to step in the whole audience then. Uh, all of them. Uh, yeah, so what do you guys think? Uh, fight in front of your partner or not fight in front of your partner? Cece? Fight in front of your partner. Fight in front? Yeah. Yes. Okay, what about yeah, Jack Scott, I have no partner since uh, three months, so I think it's good. No, you he think he fought a lot. He fought a lot? He fought, he fought a lot. Oh, he farted a lot. Okay, so you like it? No. Okay, so you've only been single for three months. Okay, so... So, but you... you but we are pretty old. Okay. That's a fact. So once you get, so like, give me another bit of time, and I'll be like just dropping yeah. my hands everywhere. <laughs> you know what? You know, t talking about poo or uh, mm -hmm. uh, about sex during a uh, period. You know, it it was funny. You know, when I was uh, when I was young, when I was in menopause. So, yeah. so you know, menopausal but, sex. Yeah, menopausal sex is something different. Yeah, right. Yeah. I understand. It. You need it's um, incredible different. Very different, right? Like you need my mom and other people <laughs> to <laughs> target my mom. <laughs> uh, I've heard I've from heard. people. She tells me that coconut oil can also be used internally. Um, yeah, and that there is a lot of like um, moisturizing. Like that's the one thing I get a little bit uh, self-conscious about with my partners because I do tend to fuck a lot of younger men. They come to me. I'm not seeking them out. They really do come to me. I get a little bit self-conscious. Same here, you know. Is that a defense we can use? Okay. <laughs> they came to me, you know. They came to me. I just go on stage and say, I like young men and I fucking suck a lot. And then they come to me. Like, I didn't do anything. Funny, they don't come to me in audiences, actually. People from my audiences are usually age-appropriate, which okay. is nice. But it's people on apps or people mm. on... Uh, even when I change, like, my age range, like, the guy that I... My, my person now... Uh, it was like well below my age range and he like he pinged me on an app and I was like how did you even get through and I was like fuck I hadn't I hadn't quite adjusted or I don't know why but like sometimes the app lets people that are outside of your range like ping you and uh, because they knew it was meant to be it worked out it fucking worked out right the algorithm had it right yeah which is crazy so they come to me is what I'm saying but I get self-conscious being um 36 now I'm like I do feel like like I I am a moist um, human, but like I get self-conscious that I'm not as moist as I was in my 20s. Yeah. And so it's just more of that thing of like, oh, like, like it's still fine, but I get, uh, I, like, it, you know, a fucking wet-ass pussy. Like it definitely, yeah. so yeah, anyway. I'm 21 years older than you. Okay. So, you know, I, 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 everything changed. Even poo changed. Even poo changed yeah, in menopause. of course. You don't poo anymore. The period ends and the poo yeah. ends. It's you wild. Drink tons of coffee. <laughs> yeah. And it's so over, and you don't never poo. Never poo. That's, uh, no. That's crazy. But can I just say something about the wet ass pussy for a minute? Uh, I just, as the man in the room, I'd like to comment because I feel like this is something I get. I've heard other women say before, like, ah, sometimes I get self conscious. Like, I'm not wet enough. And I have to say, I've never met a guy, and I've never met a vagina where I was like. 
this vagina is just too dry, you know? Like, it's just like, it's a vagina, it's great. And if a girl is like, hey, I wanna use lube, you're like, fucking even better. Like, it's all, like, there's not, it's, I don't know, that's not like a big, like, I men aren't hanging out like, fucking these bitches with their dry ass pussies, you know? Like, it's just, I hope not, I hope not. But I, I guess our greatest fear is that in their head, they're like, I ordered medium rare, this is well done. <laughs> but it's not that dry. Okay, it's a little bit dry. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's not like dripping, don't, don't. but yeah, yeah, not, not like anxiety more than I have, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I know. It's more, I think, like other um, sort of older relatives being like, it's like a desert down there. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, like like I've had, I've you, I've always had, like I've had lube around since my mid twenties. So it's like I don't think it's a, I don't think I've gotten drier. It's just, uh, yeah, 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 right. All right. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. 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 I think a little bit of a spit won't fix. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's wrap this shit up then. Um, so plug yourself, Pat. Uh, I'm Patrick. Uh, free the poo. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, Pat Moore Comedy. Uh, so follow me online, please. If you're listening and you live in Berlin, uh, I run a show every Friday in Prenzlauerberg called Friday Funnies. I also run a storytelling show twice a month in Mitte. You should do that one. You should please do it. Uh, I think I asked you a few times and you were busy. Sorry. Um, but uh, big comedian over here. I'm also uh, technically out on the road in Europe this fall with my solo show, Mama's Boy, all about having lesbian moms. So follow me online, hear about all that shit, come to a show. Uh, Anna? Yeah. Uh, so keep your thoughts to yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Also, the other thing you just like, just a slight deviation is just like uh, um, at green room, in green rooms, at comedy events, at outdoor, like at, at events outside in the public. Do not fart on a dance floor. Do not fart in a green room. Do not fart when you're passing through a corridor in a busy restaurant. Just don't do that shit. That, that annoys me. I'm with you on the green room. I'm with you in the corridor. Dance floor. No fighting on the dance, dance floor. Dance floor. Don't uh, fight on the dance floor. Uh, where, where are you supposed to? First of all, yeah. who's smelling it over all the cigarette smoke? They don't smoke. And in, you're not smoking in clubs anymore. What, who's not smoking in clubs and you anymore? Can even a bad fight you can smell through cigarette smoke. Well, I'm just saying the smell of bo and coke in my nose and cigarettes. Uh, you're not smelling the fart. You do look like a dance floor fighter. I. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a bad name for a special. An elevator. An elevator. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's just fucking, that is sadism when people do that. They, <laughs> they're trying to hurt you. <laughs> oh, all right. That's my piece on farts. Um, poo, do what you want, but like, just leave, don't, don't tell me about it. And uh, yeah, um, I'm doing my solo show, uh, my work in progress solo show uh, next Oh, coming this Friday, actually, the uh, 20th of October at Mishlipska. It's just one hour, eight till nine. Um, my new my new special is called uh, Cream Pie Clarity. Um, so the sequel to Cream Pie Curious is Cream Pie Clarity. So a lot more about sort of self-realization and, uh, yeah, um, ambitions for parenthood and, um, yeah, being a woman, being a, being a filthy bitch. So, um... One cream pie at a time. One cream pie. It's been so long since I've had a cream pie. Um, so... And it's a super cool venue, and Anna's a super funny comedian. You should definitely... You guys should all go to the show. Yes, come by, come by. And then there's also my other shows, uh, which you probably know about already, but Pimp My Jokes every Monday, Backdoor Comedy every Tuesday, and After Party Comedy on Sundays. 
Um, yeah, AF Barrows on Instagram, Adults Only Comedy Berlin, everywhere else. My website's up, AnnaBarrows.com. Uh, guys, that's been Adults Only Comedy Berlin for Podfest and Noisy Rooms 2023. Let's high five. Woo! Oh, yeah. Thank you so Woo! much and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.